The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Opening night in Atlanta for the Hawks. Stay tuned for the breakdown. Hawks Beat Podcast starts right now. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. It's your man Edub taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Although we are five podcasts in to season nine, this is the first podcast of the regular season hawks had they played with live bullets tonight (laughs) y'all that's right it was opening night in atlanta and the atlanta hawks welcomed the houston rockets in to the building state farm arena um good crowd tonight sold out crowd tonight we were there and of course um in attendance covering tonight's game wonderful atmosphere hawks get the dub tonight we're going to give you all the ins and outs about today tonight's game. We're going to get you through it. I'm going to try to squeeze everything in. I got a lot to talk about. And uh, it's good to start the season off 1-0, man. Good to start the season off 1-0. So, first things first. If you are new to the pod, thank you for checking us out. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, make sure you subscribe and make sure you follow us on all of our social media platforms. Um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Hit us up at Hawks Beat. That's the name. Just search Hawks Beat and you'll find us on the socials, man. So however you get down, if you Facebook with the Facebook or Twitter with the Twitters, uh, you can find us there. So make sure you connect with us 
on our social media. Also, we would love for you to connect with us on our podcast. So however you get down with the podcast, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, iHeartRadio, wherever you find the podcast for free, you can find the Hawks Beat. So make sure you check us out. Subscribe and give us a five-star rating. And say, yo, like my man E-Dub. I like what he's got going on over there. Let me shoot him five stars. <laughs> we would greatly appreciate it, man. We would greatly appreciate it. But um, so here's how we're going to break down the show. Um, uh, first segment, I want to just talk about kind of build up to the game. Um, talk about kind of the game notes, what I saw, um, little pregame stuff. We'll go over the game notes. I have some audio sound that I want to play for you guys. Uh, Nate McMillan, DeJounte Murray, and John Collins came out after the game. So we got some sound from them. And then, of course, I want to try to squeeze in some fan feedback. So I definitely want to get through all three of those things in this pod and uh, hopefully have you in and out in 30 minutes, man. I know you all got short attention spans, <laughs> so I don't want to keep it too long, you know, because I'm that way. I can't I can't I can't concentrate on one thing for too long. So I'm going to get you in. I'm going to get you out. And listen, we got 81 more of these things to go. <laughs> 81 more to go. But um, before I get started, man, I got to shout out. Everybody that was in the arena tonight, all my media buddies, it was good to see everybody, Jamili, Kiri, um, all my folks, man. It was good seeing all those. I got to shout out my guy, my guy, ATL Ramasaki, Atlanta Hawks fan from Japan. Uh, made the trip over to check out the Hawks on opening night. Came by, hit me up, was like, yo, I'm in the building uh, let me holla at you if you can make it. You know, I was like, yo, let's hook up after the after the third quarter. Met my guy, took a picture with him, chopped it up for a little while. And uh, he's been a big supporter of the show. So I want to salute him. Salute and uh, safe travels to you. My guy it was good meeting you and uh, peace and blessings to you on your journey, man. So get that out the way. Um, Hawks and Rockets. So Hawks were going into tonight as nine and a half point favorites. I did a a little Hawks pregame stuff that I actually never posted. (laughs) I never posted it on my social media, but, um, I'm still kind of delving with what I want to do with that. You know, I want to do some pregame stuff, but we're still kicking some things around, but Hawks came in as nine and a half point favorites. I said, look, this is a Houston team that is slated to win. Close to 20 games. Uh, I think 538 has them winning 19 games this season. Um, a lot of young guys, not much talent. I mean, they got talent, but, you know, you can't win like that in the NBA. You know, so they're rebuilding. They got some pieces. and um, But ultimately, I, I said the Hawks will win by 10. Um, I asked Nate McMillan about that uh, before the game. Well, actually, after the game. And he talked about, look, there's no easy wins in the NBA. And there's really not. Like Lloyd Pierce used to say that all the time. There's no easy wins in the NBA. This was a game, actually, the Hawks should have won. So, you know, you got to take care of your business. But they'll never say, hey, you can you can never overlook an appointment. You, I mean, an opponent. You can never overlook an opponent. But Hawks took care of business and got the dub. And uh, I think they covered that nine and a half. So, um, But before the game, um, Hawks went with the starting lineup of Dre, DeJounte, um, Dre, JC, and Clint, kind of like we all expected. And the Rockets, they showed some punch going out. Actually, 
they showed some punch throughout the whole game, man. They showed some punch throughout the whole game. Uh, they actually jumped out to kind of a 14-8 and eight start. Um, I didn't check the Twitters during that time, but uh, I know some folks can kind of panic <laughs> in the first quarter when, you know, it doesn't, ha- it, it doesn't start or things aren't going the way that you kind of envisioned. Listen. These guys get paid too. I know the Rockets are, you know, they're, they're still an open coming team, but um, they still got some ball players and they're playing with pride and they they want to win too, you know. Um, it was good seeing Bruno Fernando. Bruno Fernando actually started for the for the for the Rockets tonight. I don't know what that says about the Rockets or about Bruno Fernando, but anyway, it was good to see the young guy. Get some minutes, have an impact on the game. Finish with seven points and nine rebounds. I asked John Collins about Bruno after the game, and uh, we'll pl- we'll hear that a little bit later on. I got some audio for you for for you for that, and uh, it was just good to see Bruno. Um, he got kind of a hard time while he was here in Atlanta, and I look, Bruno was a young kid while he was here. He was like nineteen years old. He was dealing with some stuff. He was a second-round draft pick. Uh, I remember at the time he, he lost his mother, so he just had a lot going on. I'm glad to see him stick. I'm glad to see him doing well in Houston, and I wish him the best. So Hawks come out uh, in that first quarter, and uh, let me just well, – I'll just kind of go through my notes that I took during the game and uh, let you guys know what I saw and what I was thinking about as the game progressed. I mentioned this in the last podcast, but about how the Hawks were going to rotate their guys in and out. And that was going to be big for me to see how Nate was going to navigate these rotations, how he was going to sub folks in this, that and the other. And he did kind of what he was doing in the preseason. Um, Let Trey play the whole first quarter, uh, play Trey with the second unit. And I thought that was kind of a big difference in that first quarter. Trey was out there with the Holiday Brothers, uh, Jalen Johnson, and Big O. They closed out the quarter, and the Hawks ended up the first, you know, up six. And I thought they looked really good. I thought that looking at these veterans surrounded by Trey, I think that is, I really like what I saw out of the Holiday. I like what I saw out of the second unit with Trey. You know, the Hawks made a decision that, look, we need to be a little bit more defensive-minded and I think that was a smart move to make. Yes, you hate seeing DeLon Wright go. You hate seeing Kevin Herter go. But I think that the Hawks are going to warm up to these veterans that they brought in, that they brought in. So uh, in typical rotation, um, second quarter begins. He subs DJ in for Trey. And now you got a second point guard. you got an all-star point guard who can run the show with your bench. By this time, second quarter, now you're able to sub John Collins back in and slowly bring your starters back in, and that's what Nate McMillan did. And I really like that. I like I like what he did as far as the rotation is concerned. When you look at the second quarter, the Rockets were still hanging tough. Uh, Nate McMillan mentioned this at the end of the game. He was like, "We still put up. They still put up thirty points on us, and that's not what we want to see happen." And so while, you know, you have you have to be kind of impressed with what the Hawks were doing. Hawks put up 33 in that quarter, but the Rockets put up 30. So there's still holes in the defense. There's still room to grow. 
And I'll say this, and I've said this a numerous amount of times, and I'm probably going to keep saying it. This is going to take about 20 games for this team to really mesh and to really come together and be what it is going to be defensively and offensively. Now, offensively, they weren't going to win this. I mean, they weren't going to lose this game because they're just more talented than the Rockets and you just have better players. You just weren't going to lose tonight's game. Like, you may have won it by, like, you're probably going to win by five or so. But, like, I mean, the worst case scenario, you win by, like, five or three points. You weren't going to lose this game, period. <laughs> you just weren't going to lose it. You didn't need to have your best game against the Rockets. However, if you play this type of game against a team that is comparable to you, say Cleveland or Charlotte or something like that, I, I imagine you probably would have lost this game. I imagine you probably would have lost that game. But that's semantics. We could go here, neither here nor there. And uh, we're not going to get into all of that. But um, so you got Trey playing the first quarter, all 12 minutes. You got DeJounte playing all 12 minutes of the second quarter. And that led to a nine-point lead at halftime. And you're kind of thinking, okay, this is kind of good. Like, they're not playing their best. They're not shooting the ball extremely well. But... You got a nine-point lead. From three, they didn't shoot well all night from three, but you shoot 51% from the field, you can kind of get away with it. You can kind of get away with it. Third quarter was kind of much of the same. Um, The Rockets made a little run, you know, and the Hawks just didn't really seem to have it going in the third. You know, third quarter is typically a quarter when Trey Young goes off, but he didn't necessarily do that. Only had eight points in that third quarter. And uh, never really got going. DeJounte didn't really get going. And Houston would kind of made their run. And you have to credit this team. They're a young, scrappy team. The Rockets seemed like they were out there playing like they had nothing to lose. And the reason they were playing like they had nothing to lose is because they had nothing to lose. <laughs> like they had nothing to lose. They're a young team that can play free. Listen, they're expected to to lose every night. I mean, you can't play any freer. <laughs> you just got to have better ball players on your squad. Then you can start racking up these W's. But they make it a game, man. You know, the Hawks go into the fourth quarter only down by four. And I will tell you this. The Hawks didn't put this game away until about five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Um, they outscored the Rockets 27 to 33 in that fourth quarter. And it wasn't until about the five-minute mark. I think DeJounte Murray hit a big three falling away as the shot clock went off. Next time down the floor, he hits uh, Big O uh, and Yakel Kangu for an and one. And uh, that's kind of when it was kind of just academic after that. And so that put the Hawks up 10. And it was pretty safe to say that uh, they were going to come away with a dub. So... Um, Hawks get the victory 117 to 107. And um, just looking at the stat sheet, one thing that kind of jumped out at me as the uh, the game finished, <sighs> this backcourt, man. My God, this backcourt is good. Like, they're good and they're not even, like, they're good and they're, 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 they can still get better. Like, they're still going to get better. But tonight was one hell of a, a, a introduction. Trey Young, 23 points, 13 assists. DeJounte Murray, 20 points, 11 assists, no turnovers. So you had 43 points between them. You had 24 assists and only three turnovers. Like, 
man, <laughs> I don't I don't know what that's going to be on a nightly basis. Uh, DeJounte jumps out with five steals, but uh, you got to be happy for game one, man. You got to be happy for game one if you are a Hawks fan. So um, we're going to pause just one moment. I'm going to give my sponsors a chance to get in there if they want to. If not, you're just going to hear a brief pause, and then we're going to go to the second part of the Hawksbeat Podcast. Listen to the Hawksbeat Podcast. What's your man, Edub? We'll be right back. All right, folks. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. We are back, Hawksbeat Podcast. It's your man, Edub, talking about an opening night Atlanta Hawks win. Um, I want to play some sound for you guys. I got some audio, and I hope it sounds okay uh, when I play it back. I'm just going to kind of play it and hope that the audio is okay. Um, let's hear from Nate McMillan first. I asked him a question, and, uh, well, I don't know what I'm going to set up. You just listen to it. <laughs> Here we go. As uh, Houston was a stubborn team, they seemed to stick around. What did you see from your team in the fourth that allowed you guys to pull away? There are no easy games. You know, people could, you, I think people go through a schedule and say, that's a win. That's a, you can't, you can't do that. Uh, uh, Houston was a, a serious challenge. Uh, we knew they would be a, a tough challenge uh, because of their, with their ability to put four guards out there and they can attack all of those guys, can create their own offense. And if, if you are collapsing too much, they can burn you with the three. So it was a challenge, uh, you know, for our guys to keep the ball in front. We knew this would be a tough game. Uh, all the games are going to be tough. And I thought our guys, you know, kept their composure. Uh, when Houston made their runs, uh, they made some threes. Uh, just stuck with it, continued to uh, grind to try to keep them in front. Uh, we got a couple breaks to and separate a couple times during the game and uh, was able to finish the last five minutes by getting stops and making buckets. So there you have it. Nate McMillan talking about his guys' intensity, talking about, like, listen, Houston's a tough matchup. They can go small. They can go with those four guards, and it can cause matchup problems, and it did. You know, just because, you know, this team is only slated to win maybe 20 games, um, doesn't mean that it's it, it tough to win. You know, it, it, it's tough to win in this league. Everybody's good. Everybody's good, even the guys who aren't good. <laughs> if that makes sense. Uh, here's a little bit more from Nate. Uh, I think this clip, he's talking a little bit about John Collins. Here we go. What you see uh, that you were able to exploit out of the Rockets tonight to get him 24 points? Well, I thought we did a good job of uh, making our reads uh, uh, offensively. Uh, they were switching. Uh, there were times when John had Smalls guarding him in the post, and he had guys on his back, and uh, those are the reads we're going to have to make 
during the season. A lot of teams play small ball. They like to switch one through five. And you're going to have a matchup either on the perimeter or in the post. Tonight it was in the post. We dropped it to uh, John, and he was able to be productive down there. So those are reads that we have to make. It has to be quick, and, uh, and we have to be efficient with uh, taking advantage of matchups that we feel uh, we want to go to in situations like that. So that's Nate talking about John Collins. John Collins had himself a night tonight. He had himself a night. And what I liked about John's game tonight is that he was super aggressive. He got the ball in the post at times, and he did not wait. He did not wait for the double team. He's like, yo, catch the ball, boom, make your move, and uh, get a bucket. You know, John Collins, 22 points, three rebounds, and uh, I thought very efficient, 10 of 15. But if you get, listen. I'm not sorry. I'm not. That's not John Collins. I'm reading the DeAndre Hunter stat line. DeAndre Hunter had a good game too. But uh, talking about John Collins, John Collins, 24 points, eight boards, and nine of 12 shooting. Very efficient. But listen, John's been here. That's what John does. John has always been an efficient guy. So uh, shout out to John Collins tonight. Had a good night shooting the basketball and just being all over. Um, let me play these last two clips for you. Got a clip from DeJounte Murray just talking about the crowd, how it felt. Look, it's first game in Atlanta, a uh, new city, new team. And I asked him what it felt like. And uh, here's his answer. DeJounte, it's your first game live bullets, you know, no preseason. Uh, from the fans to the reaction to everything tonight, what are just your opening thoughts from just tonight as a whole for new city, new team, new everything? What are your thoughts about tonight? I mean, first of all, um, you know, the, the fans, you know, showed out. I love it. I love the atmosphere. You know, I love a team that cheer for their team, uh, you know, loud and proud. And, you know, just for me, you know, I could be a lot better. Uh, you know, I hold myself to a really, really high standard. So, you know, uh, I think I did all right tonight. But, you know, like I said, in the day, it's not about me. It's about the whole team. And, and we got to win so I can go sleep at night. One thing about DeJounte Murray, you can tell he came from that Spurs system. You can tell he grew up and he was born out of that Spurs system because he really does not like to talk about himself. Like, he does not like to talk about himself at all. It's always about the team. And I peeped that. Me and uh, my guy Raphael, shout out to Raphael from the three-point conversion. Um, being that you talked to him a couple of times in this young season, even in the preseason, he's a guy that is all about the team. So, um, DeJounte Murray, like, what can you say about his impact to just have another all-star that can run with that second unit, that can run the point, give Trey off ball? There's so many things that he brings to this table. Um, John Collins talked a little bit about how in the fourth quarter he, like, turned us up defensively, and we did what we had to do to get the win. That's what he brings to this table. That's what he brings to this team. And uh, that's why you brought him here, man. That is why you brought him here. Um, I got one last clip from John. Uh, John Collins talking in the uh, talking about. Um, I asked him about John. I asked him about his buddy Bruno Fernando. You know, uh, it was good seeing Bruno before the game, chopping it up with Anyeka, with John, and everything. Those guys are still good friends, whatever. I asked him about Bruno, and I asked him about the fourth quarter. So here's what John had to say uh, about my question. Two-part question for you. Houston is a young, scrappy team. First of all, what did you guys do in the fourth that allowed you guys to pull away? And secondly, how good was it to see your buddy Bruno uh, playing pretty well for Houston? 
Yeah, I saw it with Bruno, man. You know, I had a little talk with Bruno, man. He wasn't jumping like that, but he was here, man. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? I had to get on him a little bit, but that's, that's my brother. So I'm happy for him, you know, pushing him the most, most success he can have in Houston. Um, but in the fourth quarter, you know, it was great. Um, DJ was you know, uh, turning us up defensively out there on the perimeter. And I feel like that just, you know, turned everybody else up on the defensive end, you know, offensively. I feel like we you know, do whatever when we're calm and uh, space correctly. Just execute with the defensive man. Um, got us some easy buckets, transition points. You know, guys came together, played hard, and um, you know we turned turned the juice up in that fourth quarter. So, it's uh, credited to that. Can't rely on that, but that was what happened tonight. Yeah, man. So it's always good to talk to John. He's one of the he's one of the fan favorites when it comes to um, interviews and everything. So um, let me shout out my sis, man, Jamila Johnson. You guys know ATL Hawks fans. Um, I'm pretty sure she will have the full interviews up on her YouTube page. So just go to YouTube, search ATL Hawks fans, and you should be able to find the full interviews uh, from tonight's game. Uh, we're going to take another small break to give my uh, my network a chance to put in commercials. If they throw in there, you'll hear some sponsors. Make sure you support them. If not, you hear a brief pause, and then we'll finish up the show in segment number three. When we hear from the fans, you listen to the Hawks Week Podcast. It's your man, Edub. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we are For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back, Hawks Beat Podcast. It's your man, Edub. Bringing this plane to a, uh, we're bringing, a, we're, we're landing, we're putting on the landing gear. <laughs> we're putting the landing gear on game one of the NBA season. Uh, this is one of my favorite parts of the show. Uh, the part where we hear from you guys. We hear from part from you guys. Um, I asked after every game, uh, what were your thoughts after the game? Uh, what is your who is your player of the game? Just to kind of get your gauge, just to get your thoughts on what you guys thought, because, you know, you guys are the fans and you guys watch. This is your team. You know what I'm saying? So let me pull up my Twitter again. If you're on Twitter, make sure you give us a follow, man. At Hawks Beat is the Twitter handle. Make sure you um, make sure you follow us there. So let's go ahead and read some of the, the fan feedback from tonight. Let's see. Joshua Carter on Twitter said, I like that DeJounte guy <laughs> talking about uh, when I asked, you know, just what were your thoughts about tonight's game? Let's see. Swope. It looks like Swope DZA on Twitter said DeAndre Hunter was the player of the game, said I like the transition offense. That's something we've been missing for a while. Thank you for checking us out. 
Uh, my guy, Dewan Goodwin, says we can be really good if we get this type of efficiency from JC and Dre. I agree, Dewan. And also, I'll go one step further. I was listening to 929 tonight. Um, I forget who was hosting, but he was talking about the Hawks. Finally, go figure, right? Hawks uh, 929 talking about the Hawks. Anyway, um, he said in order for this Hawks team to reach their potential, um, who did he say? He said DeAndre Hunter, John Collins, and Clint Capella. Their games total has to be in the 70s. In the 70s. I, and, and I agree with that. I think you got to get 70, 70 games from those guys. Maybe 60-something from Clint. You know, big guys always have those nagging injuries. But, uh, yeah, I, I agree, man. Those guys were big tonight. Um, in response to the who was the player of the game, Joshua Fletcher on Twitter said John Collins for being consistent while the rest of the team figured stuff out. Um, he said, I really liked all the players after the game saying they got to tighten up on defense. Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. Um, let's see. Thrasher Nader on Twitter said, JC, so good to see him shine. People forgot he can do other things aside from dunking. Listen, if you're a Hawks fan, you know what John Collins can do. And we know it's a lot more than dunking, you know. <laughs> so uh, John is doing what he always does, and that is be extremely efficient. Extremely proficient. Um, let's see. My guy, DJ Yogi on Twitter. I'm DJ Yogi. Says, JC was the player of the game. JC getting touches in DJ's defense. All right. Appreciate you for checking out. Last one. Mr. October, Georgia Boy 470 said, player of the game, John Collins. We've missed him immensely. I enjoy the guys playing together. They stayed focused on playing to win, and they got what they came for. So I, I think that he's talking about John Collins missing those games last year. But, uh, yeah, man, so it, it, it's it's fun to see. It's fun to see, and it's always good to um, it's always good to talk about a win. But look at that, ladies and gentlemen. I got y'all in and out in 27 minutes. Clap for your boy. Clap for your boy. <laughs> yeah, still got some things to do because your boy still got to get up and go to work in the morning. But into the late night, that's how we do here at the Hawksbeat Podcast. Make sure you check us out all season long. We appreciate you for rocking with us, for rolling with us. Season 9, we're excited. Um, be a part of the show. Be a part of the feedback. And we appreciate each and every one of our listeners. Uh, we got much love for you guys. So, like we say every time, God is good all time and all time God is good. So, if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-B-E love. We out. Peace. Free